Yeah, so welcome in everyone. This is the Full 10 Yards at Betting Podcast. Thanksgiving week is here. My Probably one of my favourite weeks of the year, if not the year. Um, I don't know if that's because Dallas play every year on a Thursday and being a Dallas fan, you know, you get to watch uh, your boys, the boys in in prime time, but who knows. But we're going to be looking through all of the uh, the three Thanksgiving games as uh, per usual. What is not per usual is a Black Friday game, which we'll also be looking, mm. well, I'd say looking forward to, but not sure many people outside of Dolphins maybe are, but uh, we'll get to that in due course. And then... Uh, the usual Sunday night football, Monday night football, and then Sunday slate as well. Joining me as he usually does, and uh, I suppose in, in theme with the current infighting, as, as uh, me and Liam joked last week between Adam and Liam, it's just Adam this week. Adam, uh, happy <laughs> Thanksgiving to you, sir, and um, welcome in. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, looking forward to the games tomorrow. I've managed to book Friday off work, so um, don't need to worry. Don't need to worry about anything tomorrow. Unfortunately, can't make it down to London with you guys, but. Uh, Sure, they will all have a, have a pleasant time out in London with um, the Hippodrome, I think it was, and Casino. So that'll be nice. That'll be a very busy place, I'd imagine. Um, but no, yeah. Um, obviously, as you say, can't be on with Liam. We're just just clash too much, and his uh, his chief arrogance is uh, is just too much for me to take sometimes. Yeah, I don't need to book Friday off this year because I'm currently jobless. So I, I I do usually take the Friday off because I do tend to uh, get a bit of Christmas shopping done as well on the old Black mm. Friday. Although these days it's a bit it's a bit annoying because these days they do whole weeks of Black Friday and it's just yeah. Um, yeah, I, I remember the good old days when it was literally just on the Friday. Take the Friday off, get up at like 10, 11 o'clock in the morning and then just meander around, meander around some shots. But how t- times have changed. We've got we to move with the times, but um yeah, well, yeah, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? But uh, yeah, you mentioned there obviously last week. Uh, yeah, Liam didn't do very great last week. Obviously, in, you know, when you're back in or when you were fancying the Chargers uh, and the Chiefs to beat the Eagles, as we said before we came on air, it's generally not going to be um, not going to bear, bear many fruits. But uh, yeah, I was quite lucky. Four out of six for me, two out of six for you. Um, so yeah, you two, you two boys have to um, pull your socks up for this week. Yeah, so, my, mine were both plus money at least, so the the big ones won. And if if you ever read touchdown tips, I did give an eleven to one winner on um, Sunday night football. So you know, do do have a few winners, just not on here. You do. Is your when you, is your thanks thanks? Do you, are you doing a Thanksgiving specific centric preview this week? I this really year? should do. That would mean more work tonight <laughs> though. So probably not. I might just do a few um few x x threads or whatever they're called nowadays. Some tweets. Um, and yeah, just chuck a few bits in there and I'll have a nose around and see what I can find. Yeah, I was gonna say it's not very cryptic there to see how far you've come along with the Thanksgiving preview. So I don't even think the document's uh, been opened yet. <laughs> it has, it has not. <laughs> but alas, we will get through on this one uh, on this show. So let's get to it then. Thursday, Thanksgiving football. I've put all the three games together there. Like I say, every Thanksgiving, we have the uh, delight of the, the, the Detroit Lions and the Cowboys at home, as well as I, th- I think they tend to try and put a divisional game matchup at the, the end or something mm. slightly juicy. And um, obviously, that comes in the form of the NFC West. But uh, we have, I've got some uh, some cool notes for this one. Uh, Green Bay are at Detroit, uh, as you like to say. Detroit always are the home team on, on Thanksgiving. Um, it was 34-20 earlier in the season to Detroit. Um, did you know, uh, Adam, that this is the most played fixture on Thanksgiving and this is the, the 23rd iteration upcoming. 
um, on, on just on Thanksgiving. So that I thought that was quite cool. But this fixture was last played in 2013. And I've got some Thanksgiving-specific um, head-to-head records. The Lions are actually 12-8-1 on Thanksgiving versus the uh, versus the Green Bay Packers. So that I thought that was quite interesting. But yeah, um, in terms of this, this year's iteration, Detroit Lions minus 7.5 on the handicap spread. Over-under is 47.5. If you want your money, Lions, it is 2-7 for the Lions, 27 to 10 for the Packers. Your thoughts on this one? Uh, yeah, it's weird that the Lions aren't the laughers for once. It's normally the kind of joke game to get out of the way, especially obviously over in the States where it's half 12 and just while you're cooking dinner, you can just have something on the background. But there might actually be people watching it this year and it, it, it should be oh, interesting. Lions, obviously Lions the Lions, really. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they, they <laughs> obviously are doing very well this year. So it's, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how the Lions do because... Whether they were looking ahead on Sunday or whether it was just that they've kind of leveled off a bit and teams have figured out how to do stuff against them. But I think their defense isn't as good as we first thought it was. Obviously, losing CJGJ was a bit of a hit for them um, a month or so ago. And they've not been great since then with Ravens stuffing them. Um, Chargers put up a lot of points on them. And obviously, the Bears put up quite a lot of points for a Bears team last week. Um, but winning teams win and Goff pulled out the bag. He had. A pretty, he's had a pretty terrible month as well, to be fair. So it'll be interesting to see whether they bounce back in prime time. And yeah, I, generally they've been stuffing. I, I need to say stop stuffing on. Uh, stop saying hey. stuffing on a on a Thanksgiving pod. They've they've been killing um, bad teams, and um, <laughs> the Packers are not a great team. Obviously, they have Aaron Jones probably out for the year, definitely out this week now, um, which hurts them at running back. AJ Dillon hasn't been great, and it's not quite cold enough for him to come out and unleash his abilities yet um tends to be in december where he comes a little bit better um their passing game has been fine yeah well this year probably better derrick henry but um (laughs) in general yeah and obviously their passing game's stepped up a bit they're spreading it around a bit more uh dontavian wicks and jalen reed and a few of the others um are getting a bit more of the ball now christian watson seems like he's kind of fifth or sixth target um, they did lose their tight end this week. He's lacerated a kidney, so he's not playing. Um, oh, is that, so is that Musgrave? Yeah, Musgrave's out for definitely this week. Um, so maybe a look at uh, Deguara or Craft. Uh, uh, Craft, Craft, yeah, I think it is the other one. Um, so maybe have a look at those on touchdown scorers if you want. Um, my bet for this game was relying on the dominant Lions running game. The Packers have always been bad against the run. They still are. Um, so Jameer Gibbs' longest run over 13 and a half yards, I thought was um, a decent one. I'll admit I've not looked at his stats, so I will do that quickly while you're talking. Yeah, Tucker Craft, depending depending on uh, where you are in the country, Craft if you're south south of the Watford Gap, or Craft if you're if you're north of the, north, <laughs> of, the, north of the Watford Gap. Um, yep. Yeah, yeah, uh, um, yeah. Detroit. I, I think that game against Chicago. I think whilst it was you know off pulling it out of the bag or whatever i don't i don't it's i have this thing or it's not necessarily conspiracy but i don't believe that the bears are ever really wanting to win it's kind of like the arizona cardinals you know, the start mm. of the season where you know they'll, they'll play to make it interesting and to see how you know if they're any good and you know test themselves and stuff but then they're not interested in winning the game so i you know i think whilst it was half detroit i think it's half chicago and how many how many times have we seen chicago lose in you know, late in the fourth quarter or lose the lead in late, late in the fourth quarter so um yeah let's say detroit not really 
yeah, I'm not saying that their record isn't befitting of what they've kind of put on the field because they, they have done all right and they've won some decent games and, and put some, you know, I, I like I, I really like Dan Campbell for Coach of the Year this year, and I've got a few bets on it. So uh, I'm, yes. you know, I'll take I'll take as many um, if they're going to spin it to say it's a Detroit, you know, and the coaching that kind of stuff. Then you know, sign me up for that. I'm quite happy. Um, but yeah, the bet I've gone for is um, Jordan Love over 19 and a half completions. You mentioned a few things about you know the d- defense of of the Lions not being great. I also think like say the the Detroit uh, the the Packers will be behind probably for the majority of the game so Jordan Love um will probably be throwing a lot more and he's he's done it in the last five, five straight games over 19 and a half completions as well so um I was kind of that thinking that was going to be maybe 21 22 or 23 line so yeah give me over 19 and a half on the completions some other other ones that I quite liked Amon Rasen Brown over seven and a half receptions he's done that four out of the last five games and Jameson Williams who's getting not necessarily getting a bit, a bit of buzz but I think the team are coming out with some quotes saying that they're liking his work ethic he's getting down and blo- yeah he's blocking on run plays or yeah exactly yeah I, I I'm pretty sure that he's I'm not sure he's going to get to the heights we all thought he was going to be when they selected him high in the first round a couple of years ago. But um, his receiving line is over 22 and a half yards, and um, not not I'm not trying to stereo you know, I'm not trying to stereotype him or mould him into like a Deshaun Jackson type, but he is a kind of a deep threat. Mm-hmm. And I think with uh, with Green Bay's defense on the back end with with injuries, I think Stokes and, and the rest and Jairi Alexander, obviously, I, I can't remember them being back. I, I think they're also out for the season or something. So um, I think with the, the Lions being at home, there's no weather if, as if it was in Lambeau. I think over 22 and a half yards can be done in one reception. So I quite liked the over. So those three, but my favourite, uh, Jordan Love over 19.5 completions. Yeah, that's, um, yeah, the Jameson Williams one, I was looking at his longest reception. That's 14 and a half. Um, he's had a maximum of two receptions per game so far, so maybe he will uh, step up a little if you say they've uh, actually been talking him up a bit. Uh, both teams to score 20 points in this game has boosted to 7-4 to four on Paddy Power. I've just had my 10 quid on that because that's all they're allowing me, so I thought that was um, <laughs> a fairly decent one given the fact that we th- I think that the Lions defence isn't that great and they obviously should be able to put up some points. So, yeah, that's um, that's about it for me on that one. Yeah, lovely stuff. Okay, then uh, let's move on to the second game, if I can bring that graphic back up. There it is. Uh, Washington at the Dallas Cowboys. As I say, the Dallas Cowboys also um, a staple on Thanksgiving, hosting a home game and giving some random artist a halftime show. Um, Cowboys against Washington Commanders, uh, eight and two on Thanksgiving are the Cowboys. They last played this one in 2020. Um, yeah, interesting uh, well, not it's not necessarily interesting, but obviously I'll have me uh, I'll have me the Cowboys on minus twelve and a half if you fancy a spread, uh, one to seven on the money line, uh, five to one for the Commanders over under here is forty eight and a half. Um, yeah, like I say, yeah, I, I don't really see Commanders losing to the Giants last week. Not sure how um, they kind of bounce back from that one. I think they're kind of they're kind of done, and this is the game that I think where. The off the defensive line for Dallas and Michael Parsons are just going to be all over Sam Howe, and there's just going to be a lot of defensive, uh, a lot of defensive master, another defensive masterclass from from Dallas. So um, Dallas are four now at home as well, seven seven and three against the spread. So like I say, they're you know it's, it's kind of a, a bit of a weird season for Dallas, where you know we mentioned it multiple times previously. They're either winning by a lot of and blowing teams out or getting blown out. Um, so I, th- I think it's going to be the former former in this one so i did try and find um you know a few defensive kind of player props or stats or you know players to make a sack but 
Um, they're not giving anything away on, on Micah Parsons. So um, a couple of that yeah. I've picked out here. Uh, Deron Bland to have an interception at yes, 27-4, which yeah. is pretty like, uh, what's that? 27-4, it's what, 9-1 to one or something, isn't it? So, um, no, 8-1, 8-1, yeah, around about 8-1. Yeah, around about 8-1. Yeah. Yeah. Stupid odds. So, um, yeah, 7-1-ish. Yeah, 7-1, to one. Uh, yeah, sorry, yeah. Um, yeah, 6, yeah, 7-1. Um, and then uh, Odegizua sack is 31-20, to 20. that's just over 6-4, to four. I can do that one. Um, and then Dallas uh, special teams or defence touchdown is 4-1, to because um, like I say, I think I was trying to look at tackles, assists, I was trying to find... You know, all, all, all weird ways to try and maybe you get Michael Parsons. Also, I tried to look at uh, De, De, um, Demarcus Lawrence, but he wasn't great, great odds either for for a sack. I think he was about around about evens or something. So, um, those are the kind of three I came up with. Don't know your thoughts, but I, it's, it should should be plain sailing for for Dallas. Although I do I do recall. Um, I don't know if it was the 2020 version. I think it was the one before that, 2017, 2016. I think when this was fixture was played, the um, we got absolutely demolished by the Washington Redskins at the time, and to to, to choice fumble just before halftime. But um, plain sailing for you for the Cowboys in this one. Uh, it should be, but yeah, the Cowboys' record on Thanksgiving isn't fantastic, so that yeah, is no. a bit of a worry. <laughs> However, coming off the games they had this week, the they, the Cowboys obviously strolled past the Panthers, whereas. The commanders had a rough time and obviously had to put a lot more effort into even getting close to keeping in that game. Uh, six turnovers last uh, last weekend was was farcical, frankly. When you are somehow um, somehow owner on fantasy football, it was very annoying. Um, he he was leading the league in yards coming into last weekend, which obviously shows that they've been trailing or they've been behind quite a lot, and he's having to throw it. Um, but yeah, their offensive line is terrible, and the Cowboys are probably going to route them. Micah Parsons two to five to record a sack is um, yeah, obviously unbackable. And in fairness, the Cowboys have been able to get pressure up front as well, even after giving away all their edge rushes. They've been they've been racking up the sacks. They had five sacks on Tommy DeVito in the first quarter last weekend, but that was the Giants' offensive line. The, <laughs> yeah. the Cowboys Cowboys actually have an offensive line, so it's um, a little bit different. Um, I don't think Curtis Samuel suspended. I've not seen anything after he got kicked out of the game. But um, he's one I've been targeting for receptions. If he's three and a half, that's probably a decent bet. Um, obviously, Jake Ferguson's a player we've both been quite high on this year, and he's one I've, I was looking at. I actually looked at Logan Thomas. He was over four and a half receptions. He's going to be around there. But um, against this Cowboys team, I'm a little bit, little bit worried with it. Um, yeah, the Cowboys, as you said, four and a half at home. They've won by over 20 points a game um, or covered the spread by 20 points a game. It's, it's absurd they run at home. And I think it's something like 16 wins in a row or something like that, going back last season as well. Um, so, yeah, it should, in theory, be a route. I won't ever take them plus 12 and a half. Sorry, minus 12 and a half. Um, but it, it's more than likely going to get to that one. I did see CD Lamb for a touchdown above evens. I think it was 21 to 20. Um, so, yeah, I thought I'd, uh, that would be my bet for this game. Um, if I had to take one, obviously, he's been scoring and having 150 yards or whatever it was in um, most games for the last month. So, um, yeah, the the Cummings defense is not great. So, um, yeah, I think, in theory, easy win for the Cowboys, but it's not one-off back. 
Okay, and then that, that finishing us off at prime time on Thanksgiving, we've got the San Francisco 49ers traveling to Seattle. Where's my graphic gone? There it is. Uh, 6.5 is the handicap for San Francisco in San Francisco's favor, two to seven on the main line. Over under here is 42 and a half. Um, bit of a difficult one, this one, in the sense that I, I again I can't really see anything other than San Francisco. Um, taking care of business, especially with Seattle losing, losing, but what to a, that was a bad loss last week to the Rams, and mm. even more so, even more catastrophic. Obviously, that takes them out of the five seed, which I think for the NFC is quite important because that that five seed is going to be traveling to the NFC South winner. So, uh, obviously, Dallas sit there at the moment, so I'm quite happy that that, that is the case. Um, but yeah, for San Francisco, obviously, uh, Brock Purdy had a perfect passer rating last week, first time since the uh, Montana and Young era. So that's, um, you don't have to be, uh, you don't have to know much to know that was a very long time, <laughs> very long time ago. Both teams, four and one at home this season. San Francisco, second in takeaway differential, which could be the difference in this one. Uh, what do you like in this one, Adam? Yeah, I, I, I think I heard earlier that Purdy's the only quarterback ever, like he's or he's recorded the highest passer rating in consecutive games ever, uh, something like that. Obviously, they destroyed the Jags the week before and then had a fairly easy one this week as well. So, yeah, um, Brandon Ayuk averaging over 20 yards per catch. Uh, annoyingly, his longest reception, I think, was 25.5. Um, so that was not backable for me, even though, again, he may well do it. Um, Geno Smith obviously went out of the game for the Seahawks last week. Uh, did come back in, but on a short week with an elbow injury, that's not really a great sign for them. And against, uh, well, we've seen what Chase Young's done to help uh, that defensive line for the 49ers. Uh, the, the Seahawks offensive line is not good, so he could be under a lot of pressure this week. Um, I do like him to get the ball out quickly to um, Jackson Smith and Jigba, though. Uh, 38 and a half. I, I like the over on his receiving line. Um, I did see a sleeper notification pop up with uh, DK Metcalf going down to questionable. I've not read anything about it, so I assume he'll play anyway. If he doesn't, then um, have a look at Jake Bobo uh, for his overs because he seems to be the guy who fills in for Metcalf. And obviously, they've lost Kenneth Walker as well now. Um, so Shaq Charbonnet, but he he was pretty ineffective, to be honest. I was a little bit disappointed. I got some good odds on him in play, which um, didn't didn't turn out well for me in the end. But closing line value, you know. Um, yeah, the 49ers are probably the best team in the league when they're healthy. Um, again, I still don't think they're going to go to the Super Bowl with Purdy at quarterback, but they are an incredibly good team in um, in the regular season. So, yeah, if it's less than seven, I would take them, which apparently it is at the moment, or was. Um, although um, Pete Carroll does seem to have a little bit of hoodoo over Kyle Shanahan, so that's the only thing that gives me a little bit of pause. And frankly, the uh, 49ers secondary isn't that good anymore, and uh, Hafanga literally had his knee broken by someone duking him last week, so uh, that was um, a big loss for them. And whoever gets that, uh, the guy who replaced him, uh, I think they'll probably target him a bit, but I can't remember who it was off the top of my head, so... Yeah, I think 49ers covering the seven in theory should be the bet. I, again, I can't do it. Um, but um, my my bet for this one was uh, Smith and Jigbo over 38 and a half. Yeah, I did like um, DK Metcalf anytime at 13 to 5. I wasn't aware of the questionable stuff. But um, 
Yeah, I mean, if like if they get down to the you know, near the goal line or the red zone, like I say, they can they can just throw in the ball. Uh, I say Kenneth Walker not being there. I know they they can run Zach Charbonnet in the red zone and, and whatnot, but I don't I don't really see, especially with the Junior Smith elbow injury, and um, if he can't throw the ball that far, then it doesn't matter how bad their secondary is because it's not going to get that far anyway. So I do like your Jack your JSN stuff, uh, but yeah, for me the San Francisco minus six and a half would probably be. Uh, would probably be my bet where you can get it. It's five to I can get you can get five to six in places. So uh, we go with that. Um, quick look over Liam's bets bets for Thursday. He's gone Lions, Cowboys, and 49ers, 21 points twenty one plus points at evens. Yeah, I don't mind that whatsoever. That what's that three touchdowns? Yeah, I can see them. Mm. I can see them okay. doing that. And his favourite touchdown score bet for the week is uh, Jake Ferguson as well. So um, yeah, shows you what you need to know with that one. Let's have a look then at Black Friday football. We probably won't spend too much time on it because we don't really need to. It's the New York Jets travelling and Tim Boyle as well. Uh, he's travelling with the Jets yeah. as uh, they go to the Harvard Stadium in Miami. Um, Miami are nine and a half point favourites. Uh, one to five on the main line, seven to two for Jets. Over under here, Adam is 40.5. Yeah, the change of quarterback is probably going to give the Jets defence a, a needed boost. Obviously, they've been on the field a hell of a lot with Wilson at quarterback, and last week was the well, it seems like it was the final straw. Uh, funnily, um, hilariously, uh, Zach Wilson's now third choice behind Trevor Simeon, which is the ultimate kind of insult for him after, but after his performance last week, he was absolutely terrible. Um, it, I, I didn't see anything positive from him last week, so it's no real surprise that he's he's been finally ditched by the Jets. Um, yeah, obviously Jets defense is rated as one of the best in the league, but when when you're on the field for seventy five percent, it's impossible for them. So we'll see if Tim Boyle can do anything better. I doubt it, to be honest. But um, yeah, I I don't really understand why they let Michael Carter go either because he was getting a little bit of action as a third down back. So I don't know if he did something to piss them off, but he's gone. Um, yeah, the, the Dolphins. I frankly, I thought they disappointed me a bit last week as well. They maybe rushed back Achan, and he's he's reaggravated his knee. Um, that that kind of hurt them earlier on in the game, early on in the game last week. I I have been looking for Jeff Wilson receiving yards because he's the pass catching back. He was seven and a half a few weeks back. So if you can find something like that again, then that's one I'll go for. But Mostert ten to eleven is um the bet that I I would go for on this one. <clears throat> Obviously against a tough defense, but he should be able to get them. Yeah, I'd, I'd quite happily go unders and quite happily take Miami with uh, minus 9.5. I didn't say yep. anything Jeff, Jeff Wilson-wise because uh, Salvan Ahmed has gone on IR as well. So um, oh, okay. Jeff, Jeff Wilson was um, was in a healthy scratch last week. So I assume he'll, him and um, him and Mostert will get their, their familiar timeshare like they did last season. Um, just with, with regarding the Jets, I don't, again, I don't know necessarily about Michael Carter, but I know that they specifically wanted to give um, Abanacanda some run as well as some of the youngsters last week. Um, it's just unfortunate that they were, they were going with Zach Wilson. So I think they may be trying to, trying to, you know, trot out some of the younger or the, the squad guys to make a few decisions, maybe because I, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is, is coming back. I think they know the season's going to be is, do, is done now, so um, it's kind of look, like looking forward to next to next year. So, like I say, yeah, give me give me Miami will take this quite comfortably. I think I know the Jets defense will will put up some sort of a fight, but like I say, when you're on the field for forty minutes of of a game, you're not gonna you're, you're gonna tire, and Tyreek Hill is just gonna always get free for one to take yeah. it to the house. So, um, but yeah, I do like Mostert at ten. To eleven, decent bet. 
considering they're nearly 10-point favourites. Um, but yeah, give me the unders. Give me Miami and <clears throat> like everything you said. I will, um, I will get on his Izzy Abanacanda at eighteen to one anytime. Then, thank you. <laughs> I was unaware that, um, yeah, I was unaware that they gave him a bit of play. Uh, yeah, Sunday night football. Then let's travel. The, the Baltimore Ravens uh, travel to Los Angeles Chargers SoFi Stadium. Baltimore are minus three and a half. Over under here is forty seven and a half. Could be quite a fun one. Uh, obviously, Mark Andrews going down for the Ravens. The Chargers doing what the Chargers do. It could be a box of surprises here, but it also could be a box of dad fireworks to, as, as well. So, uh, interested to get your thoughts on this one. Yeah, it, I I have no thoughts really. It's it's, it's a really tough one to call. Um, obviously the Ravens have been fairly dominant and probably the best team in the AFC this year. Um, I think it's hard to look to anyone else in that area. Um, so I do think that they will win, but then again, it it'd be just like the Chargers to pull off a win in this one after so many dud games. And in fairness, the Chargers should have won last week. They had a couple of very costly drops and fumbles and. Just complete mess from them. Well, again, Chargers going to charge us. So, won't be too surprised if they get it done here. But the Ravens, in theory, should be able to cover the three and a half. Um, I do like them in the first half because they do tend to allow teams back into it in the fourth quarter. So, Ravens minus two and a half is the first half line. Um, I think that that would be my bet for this one. But, yeah, it should be an entertaining game. As you say, it's two highly, highly thought of teams. Um, but one of them is functional on defence. The other one isn't. So... I think the Ravens should be able to see out the three and a half points, really. Yeah, I, I tend to agree. Like I say, but I think you know, Chargers being a wild card of a, of a team, you're not quite sure what you're, you're going to kind of get. But um, with Mark Andrews coming down, I do like Zay Flowers, touchdown scorer. Uh, I do like the unders in this one. Uh, I do think it's a slightly bit slightly bit high. Um, but, you know, again, Lamar Jackson can, could run for 100 and score two rushing touchdowns or, well, or Gus, Gus Edwards seems to do it these days. But, um, but similarly, you know, Justin Herbert, as long as the sun's in no one's eyes, um, obviously it won't be that time of night. Um, US time, obviously a few people might catch a few balls now, but let's say I, like, I do like the Baltimore Ravens defence as well. So it kind of points a, a bit of an under to me because um, mm-hmm. there is a chance that the Baltimore Ravens may blow them out and then the Chargers just say, oh, no, sob this and do whatever they would do, whatever it is that they do. Um, Liam has gone for Ravens. I know that's you. Uh, Chargers my life for God's sake. Does he not learn from last week? <laughs> I think he's he's doing the good old um, hedging his bets, and then if the Chargers win, he wins his bet, and if they don't, then he's he's happy because it's the Chargers. Yeah, I yeah, think he's I'm... been a bit sneaky. Yeah, don't like don't like that at all. Uh, okay, let's move on to Monday night football NFC North action. Chicago Bears plus three and a half. They travel to Minnesota. Over under here is forty three and a half. Don't really know what to do with this game. I, I always seem to underrate the Chicago Bears defense, who have been playing really well actually the last couple of weeks. Uh, I know they they lost, but again, it goes back to I don't, don't think they're necessarily interested in winning games. But I do think they've got quite a few decent players on on that defense. So um, I, I always tend to think our oh, Chicago Bears crap defense. Let's just uh, you know do the Vikings on the handicap and do overs because they can score points as well. And obviously, I think J- Justin Fields played all right last week. Obviously, had that fumble to end the game, but I say Aiden Hutchinson, you know, running down his throat. So uh, I probably piddle my pants and drop the ball as well so I can't I can't really blame him really blame him for that but I think it would probably be a similar story Chicago will be a bit feisty but I think uh, Josh Jobs has Josh Dobbs has um 
thrown enough in these few weeks there. Um, Ty Chandler's done all right. Um, I, th- I think the, the Vikings will probably win, cover the spread, and I probably fancy the over. But again, that's probably because I underestimate the you know the Minnesota run defense is pretty pretty feisty as well. Yeah, yeah, though um, both teams have been a little surprising for obviously the last few weeks, and as you say, uh, maybe the Bears are doing what the Cardinals did and just showing that they can if they want. Um, but then they they have nothing to play for this year. So um, it does make sense that losing games is the end goal for them. Uh, Montez Sweat coming in has obviously helped their defense a bit. Um, so that, that's been a, a decent trade for them so far and obviously gave him a lot of money. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of agree with the Around the FL podcast. It's uh, They are the team of <laughs> ATL for, for them and uh, the Vikings are a very fun team to watch. And obviously Josh Dobbs is someone who's quite easy to root for. He seems... A decent guy and obviously shipped around for X amount of teams. And I think he scored a rushing touchdown every game he's played for them so far and helped bring home a, a big winner for me this weekend. So I'm I'm backing him again this week. I've gone for Dobbs and Fields both to score a touchdown, which I'm hoping will be around 16, 18 to 1. Um, obviously, once the lines come out on it, it's going to be fairly high. Admittedly, Fields hasn't rushed in for that many this year. Um, he's been tending to throw it deep to DJ Moore a little bit. And uh, doing all right there, but yeah, it should be. I don't, I don't know. Maybe it could be a quite interesting game, a bit, a little bit more of, of a fun game. Um, but um, as you say, the defenses could be on top, but over forty three and a half, it's not a high over under. So I'd probably lean to the over on that one. But yeah, I'm going for the big money on Fields and Dobbs both to score. Yeah, no, I like that, like that, like that a lot. Um, certainly, Dobbs, Dobbs, and is showing he can do it with his legs, and you know, Justin Fields can do it as well. Yeah, do like that. Might have a look at keep my eyes peeled on on that one. Um, Liam has gone for Vikings minus two eight thirteen for his bet as well. So that's all the live games. Let's uh, spend a couple of minutes then um, on handicaps and total points for the Sunday games. If you are watching, they are scrolling along the bottom of your screen there. But Adam, give us your best handicap for Week Twelve. My favouritest ever team, Steelers. Uh, Steelers <laughs> minus one at Cincinnati Bengals. Um, oh, it may, maybe one and a half now, but um, yeah, one, one and a half. Obviously, the Bengals are starting Jake Browning. Um, Bengals' defence has not been very good this year. They've been relying on turnovers. And when you have, well, I guess it depends how, uh, whether the Steelers open up the playbook a little bit with um, a new OC. Go past um, the first page. Yeah, possibly. Like, obviously, there is no. Well, apparently, there's no excuse for Kenny Pickett now because Steelers fans think he's amazing, and they've blamed everything on Matt Canada. So it'll be interesting to see whether he actually can do anything or whether he's about as average as I, I personally believe he is. Um, but yeah, it, whatever they do, I think that Browning will throw multiple picks. He'll get sacked a lot, and I think it's going to be a very tough night for the for the Bengals. And the Steelers are just going to do what they always do. They might. They might, don't quote me on this, they might actually outgain someone this year Um, because they seem to have finally figured out that Najee Harris is garbage as well and given it to Jalen Warren a little bit more. And yeah, with with the new playbook, with Frymouth back, um, they've got a lot more fitness and health on their team than they have done for most of the season. So I I think, unfortunately, I'm not sure my Bengals are going to win many more games this year and I think this might be the start of that. Fair enough. Just before we get to mine, uh, Liam has gone for Jags minus one and a half. My one is Kansas City minus seven. The line is seven and a half, but yeah, mo- mo- most of these bookies now give you alternative lines and you can pick your line and stuff. So um, give me the seven to cover against Vegas. Vegas, um, uh, how they've gotten to the record that they're at, um, I-, I do not know. 
Uh, but I think the Kansas City we're going to put a whooping on them after their defeat against um, against Philadelphia. So uh, I just don't think they've really got many tools outside of Max Crosby to, to get anything done. There is a one of the linebackers that I quite like, and I think there is actually a corner that's pretty decent for the Raiders, who their names escape me at the moment. But um, yeah, I think the Kansas City is Chiefs. It's kind of a get right game. I know they're away, but um, Kansas City, I think, are more than seven point seven points better despite their offensive struggles and. I know you can just kind of cover Travis Kelsey and then um, kind of you know, trust your luck and that no one else can can catch a ball out of Adam Scantling uh, showcased on on Monday Night Football. But Rishi Rice can, can do a few bits if they can allow him to get involved. He's he's, he's not the second coming of Tyreek Hill, but um, Pacheco runs quite hard as well. So I just I just think they'll they'll have way too much for for the Vegas Raiders. So um, anything else that you like? There was a few that I, I thought were a bit weird. I didn't, I'm not quite sure. Um, why some lines are as they are, but any other any other thoughts for your for for the handicaps? Uh, not particularly. I think the Saints should win fairly comfortably against the Falcons. Obviously, Dennis yeah. Wood is back at quarterback. Both teams coming off a bye. Um, that in that one, no Michael Thomas, which is probably a bonus for the Saints because he's a dick. Um, the Bucks <laughs> versus the Colts. I was unsure on. I thought the Bucks getting points was a decent one. Um, and uh, Denver Cleveland was one I was staying firmly away from. Obviously. Denver seem to have figured stuff out now, and um, the Browns with the rookie QB played a, played out a defensive slugfest last week. So I, I'd probably lean to the, the uh, Broncos on that one, but um, no. The, the, and the Giants Pats is confusing as hell to be honest. Like really, it should be the Pats covering that, but are you going to take Bailey Zappi or Mac Jones or whatever it is covering three and a half points? I yeah, don't think no, so, I- but. Yeah. No, I'd probably take. I mean, I don't know why, but I'd take um, Giants plus three and a half to if it's going to be. Yeah, I can't see many points. Might be a field goal game, uh, but I think it's one of those kind of weeks where you just maybe kind of not necessarily do a teaser, but you kind of shave a half a point or a point off to kind of get um, to to cover some key lines. Obviously, you've got uh, Philadelphia and Buffalo there, three and a half. I'd probably shave that down to three if you for Philadelphia. Um, and I, I mentioned obviously the Kansas City Las Vegas one. Um, yeah, I just feel I just feel like there's a few there that you can just shave to make it a bit more favourable. And um, yeah, I, I probably agree with the some of the ones that you you mentioned there. Um, all right, total points, and we will get out of here. There again, scrolling along at the bottom. Liam has gone for Eagles Bills over forty eight and a half, which is what I have gone for. Adam, you've gone for the Chiefs Raiders game. Yeah, yeah. As 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 we've said about the Chiefs, they seem to be a defense first team this year, and. Their offense is is stuttering to say the best, uh, to say the least. And um, the Raiders managed to slow down the Dolphins last week, which I was quite surprised about. So I think maybe with the new head coach, I think he was a linebacker, I believe, or he's a linebacker coach. So I think they're obviously got a little bit more defensive on it as a whole and a lot more solid there. I don't think the Raiders are going to put up many points. So yeah, under forty three and a half, I think, and forty two and a half you've got on there. I think it's forty three and a half when I put it on. Um, if you can get up to sorry, if you can get up to under forty four, then that, that's ideal. But yeah, um, yeah, I just think it'll be a, a quite quiet game, fairly. Yeah, Antonio Pierce was um, yeah was a linebacker, a linebacker for the Giants. Uh, not so not so many moons ago, not so many moons ago. Um, but yeah, obviously, yeah, just have, you'll notice that there again, there are quite a lot of threes, thirty three and a half for the Giants and the Patriots, thirty four and a half Denver versus Cleveland. It's just been it's been a funky season this this year for for total mm. points lines and um, terrible really, to be fair. Yeah, I don't really know what to make of it. Cincinnati Pittsburgh again thirty four and a half. I'd probably go under on that to be honest. 
Um, although that one could be freaky with defensive score, um, like you say, yeah. same with the same with Denver and, and Cleveland. But I again fancy that to go under. Really, fa- like I say, I really fancied the. Th- I know it's thirty-two and a half last week, but Cleveland's Cleveland last week thirty-two and a half against Pittsburgh. Just <laughs> there was no points being scored. You, you know, yeah, it just is what it is. Um, yeah, um, I, I just like Philadelphia and Buffalo to, to score a lot of points. Um, I don't think there'll be much defense in in this one. Uh, I think it's going to be kind of a just a, a, a slugfest. And forty eight and a half, I was expecting it to start with a five. To be quite honest, so um, yeah, give me forty eight and a half. Yeah. Um, okay, let's get out of here. Then we'll just do some touchdown scores. I don't know if you've looked at any Adam, you're not got any on your sheet here, but I think AJ Brown will bounce back, and I think he'll have a big game. Like I say the, the corners for Buffalo. Uh, have, have struggled. The, or the secondary, the defense in general, has struggled. And I think AJB, AJ Brown will have a, will have a big game this week after kind of being shut being shut down by yeah. the by the Chiefs. Yeah, I can't argue with that. Obviously, eight yards is um is a one off. I think so. Yeah, hopefully he'll bounce back. And as you say, the Bills' defense isn't great. Um, I have, honestly didn't look at too much. I had to look around for prices, and because we're doing it's it not, daily this week, there, yeah, there is nothing. So yeah, it was. Uh, it was a struggle, but again, Josh Jobs, um, he seems to be scoring most weeks. He'll be a decent price. Um, and Kyron Williams is back for the Rams, so probably have a look at him um, against the Cardinals, I think they are. Um, it'll scroll no, 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 Josh Jobs is Chicago. No, no um, sorry, um, Kyron Williams. Oh, Kyron um, Williams. Rams, uh, yeah, yeah, Arizona Rams Cardinals. Cardinals. Yeah, yeah. NFC yeah. West against each other this week, so... Um, that'll be interesting. Cortland Sutton scores every game for Broncos, obviously facing a tough team with Cleveland. So probably one I'll give a miss. But yeah, honestly, I didn't. I didn't look at. I had a quick look around and couldn't find much. So obviously that's why Liam's gone with Jake Ferguson, as you said before. Yeah, the only other one I'd look at is Rashid Rashid Shahid if he's a decent price. Uh, like you mentioned about Michael Thomas being on, he, he's done. Yeah. Um, but then, I don't know. I don't. Some bookies might Juwan, still kind of undervalue Johnson, maybe. Yeah, do you want? Yeah, um, so they'd be, but if you know, Derek Carback understands really, he really likes Shahid. So if you can get a decent price, anything above two to one, five to two or something, um, I wouldn't, yeah. uh, wouldn't say no to that, but really, but yeah, now outside of that, um, I think that does it for our Thanksgiving week preview. Adam, uh, happy Thanksgiving to you, sir. And uh, are you having a turkey tomorrow? Are you having anything? It's special. I I'm hoping just a ton of chicken wings, but um, it's around my mate's house. He he moved into his own house recently um, after quite a while, and it's kind of a housewarming for him. So it's it's up to up to him, frankly. <laughs> I'll, I'll see what he does, but yeah, with um, Friday off, there'll be alcohol involved and hopefully a ton of chicken. Yeah, indeed. Me and me and the uh, yeah, I'm gonna get a nice. I've got a nice um, turkey get on the go for tomorrow. All the trimmings, nice. um, got a nice little dessert in as well. So yeah, gonna have a full full Thanksgiving um, what's feast we're gonna have tomorrow. So that's gonna be yeah, very nice. much very much looking forward to that. But uh, hope you have a nice time. Hope you everyone out there. Uh, good luck with all your bets as always. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, enjoy the games. We'll be back at the usual time and place next Thursday at half six. Please gamble responsibly and we'll see you next week. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone.